0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Serving While Being Served. I am your host with the most, Nurse Monroe, and I am so humbly grateful that you are joining me. For episode 12 of season three, I, I my deepest apologies that this episode I'm um, had a delay, but I ended up re recording this episode. So currently, I am recording this episode live on Instagram. Um, so if you are not a part of my Instagram family, please join it is nurse underscore Monroe, and you can follow me, you can join, and it's cute things there. I am also the creator and host of Housewife Sunday. I tell you, this is our maintenance, our weekly maintenance that we do every week before we get into a good word, but I am recording this episode. It will be available for you to be able to catch it, um, on my Instagram, IG live TV. Um, so the topic that we are covering today, the evening, the morning, whenever you are catching this good word is it is not worldly perfection you see in me, but the pure God That's in me. One more time for the saints in the back. It is not the worldly perfection that you see in me, but the pure God that you see in me. Um, Over the years, um, as I have grown my Instagram platform and all of my other social media platforms, I have always noticed that the conflict of interest with anyone who is not purely a fan of me or whatever they may have against me is the favorite thing they love to say. They love to say this is that I, a, I show an image of perfection, um, on social media and through my life. And it always blows me away. Because I have been through I have literally been through it. And um I, I don't I think it kind of makes me more so angry because I have really truly been through so much. And um I have fought um very, very hard and and, and I fought a lot for me to be in this place of peace. And what you may say, perfection that I am in. And truly, it's not a piece of a place of peace or perfection. Truly, it is a place of um of, of me being truly where I need to be in my faith and, and where I need to be with God. I've worked and I've prayed to get to this place. Um and, and let me give you a little background on how you should be getting to this place as well. And also why it is such a um a bad comment and also a bad Uh, image that you should have of anybody that anybody is living in this life of perfection. First off, if you ever feel like, and this has been, this is, I've thought this millions of times. I've also did a poll today on my page. If you ever felt like you've ever encountered anybody, um, and they're living a a, a place of perfection or she's perfect or her life is this, or her life is always perfect. She don't have any mistakes. She don't have this. First of all, you need to internally look at what your definition of perfection is okay and see a lot of y'all definition of perfection is really where there's no chaos so when whenever you don't see public chaos which you should not and see team instagram have y'all thinking you know because you are supposed to always be seeing some foolishness you know I've noticed that people who tend to be more vocal with the more negative things in their lives or even who are who are kind of caught up in them spirits when they want to be a little bit more vulgar or fight and carry on that you're attracted to that you love that but realistically when you are spiritually healthy when you go do something you're supposed to peacefully and quietly go do it with God okay so I am not obligated or anyone else is not obligated to be on on social media carrying on if they are dealing with any type of thing adultery th- uh fraud death death loss they should not they're not obligated because they always show you the good things and the smiles and the praise and the worship to come on there and be arguing with somebody if they owe them money be fighting with their baby daddy and put you into that see social media and life in the world has everyone so misconstrued and and not truly understanding what thing when things are demonic and they are not spiritual um when they're the, uh, when the, and when it's a demonic thing for you to per se, watch somebody go through something, um, that it is, it, it, it's very demonic. It's, it's, it's not healthy. To watch people go do drama I've had discussions with you a million times before To clean your timeline And take all that negativity off Because we have been desensitized To think if we're not seeing Someone's public negativity That they are living this awesomely glorious life And how dare you be not showing me When you fighting Or, or you're being dramatic Or you're being so emotionally unstable Because we don't say depressed We say emotionally unstable Or when you are dealing with loss Or you're dealing with a season That God is teaching teaching you a lesson and I don't, I don't choose to publicly show you all the emotions I go through. That does not mean that I am living a life of perfection. That means that I am doing things the honorable and godly way. I am handling it with my father. I am not obligated or no one else is obligated to show you every single moment that they are going through. Because God tells you that it is supposed to be shared between me and you some of us are called to be more transparent and show those the show those lights but even me there are moments and there are lessons that God takes me through that he has told me directly that at this time they're not need to be shared before I share my journey and and, and what I'm going through with with my miscarriage and, and me and my husband trying to have children and so on and I'm not even going to say unfertility or just everything I've been through when I decided to share that the way I did I prayed over that for days for weeks and asked God if that's the direction and where he wanted me to go to share that so let me tell you this everything ain't meant for everybody and just because I handle what I'm going through the correct way with God and let him lead me and stay in a place of peace and not be in this place of agony and sorrow and desperation does not mean that my life is any more perfect or better than anyone else's that just means that I have a stronger and better relationship with God and it's time for you to get one and see that's really what it's about people don't understand that I have met so many bishops and deacons and women of God that have been through things that you could not imagine and when I would have a conversation with them just on everyday life I wouldn't I I, I would never I would never know it but let them get up there and tell you a testimony baby let them get up there and tell you how they lost this how this was snatched from them how they how they were robbed how they were prostitutes how they were addicted to drugs let them go up there and tell you that Right before you have a conversation with him and you see him in a G wagon and you see him living a life of luxury and you see him being, having a favorable guy. Let you go up there and you had that conversation with them. It'll change your mind. But see, let me explain something to you. It's all about having grace in class. And a lot of you don't understand that's what it's all about. I am never... I'm going to tell anyone, first of all, I'm not going to volunteer information because that's not what I do. I don't volunteer information, but I'm never going, I'm never going to not volunteer information when it's needed because that's a part of my testimony. I'm never going to feel that I have been through something that I can help you with. If we, if we have a relatable situation that we're going through, it is my job. That's why God took me through it to share. But when I am not on that wavelength for you and it is not necessary, I am not obligated or anyone else is not obligated to show you every single testimony at every single time they went through, just so you can feel that they're not living a life of perfection. Anybody that's an influencer or that's it's making any type of brand that's a Jesus. Christ- brand will tell you this that they are gonna go through things that they are not gonna share with you but that does not make them better than anybody else and let's take it a little bit further what why do you think that you can't have a life of so-called perfection because really it's not the perfection you see in it it's the peace you're lacking the peace you're lacking the peace in the faith you trying to do everything outside of getting a relationship with God for you to get that? You think that that could come from so many other additives and so many worldly things, but you don't understand And that, that just comes from you sitting down and having a conversation with God and you just sacrificing and you just putting that time in and you just being vulnerable and you just telling God, I want it to be your way. And however you want me to do it, I'm going to do it. Cause that's truly what it's all about. The image that you portray that someone is living a, um, a life of perfection is really showing me how lost and in distress that you really, truly are. Because see one thing about me, I'm never going to come to nobody and say. first of all, I'm so happy about what I got going on over here. I'm never, and the only, see, I'm going, I can go through this, baby. Let me go through this. The only person that has any amount of perfection to me is my father, God. That's number one. Number two, if you honestly think Okay, that I am going to speak destruction and unsuccess and not liveliness and not flourishing over my life, and speak that somebody else's life is perfect and that mine ain't, and then I see a perfection in their life or, or some shape or form. You actually think that? Because when you really say that, that really means that you are, are you are acknowledging the things that you're lacking in your life. Okay. And that's one thing that we have to understand is how powerful the tongue is. So many times we say things just because we're out of emotion or because we're angry or because it sounds good or because it's a joking man, manner. I had a discussion on my live the other day about um, saying you're broke, saying I have anxiety, saying I have depression. Um, instead of you saying those things, you know, I'm mentally unstable. I'm in between a blessing. My finances is not where they going to be, but God going to get them where they be. Watch the things that you say. The mouth is such a powerful weapon. And the simple fact of the matter that you don't understand that you can use that against yourself is, is really that's that's the importance of you getting with God. And you under and you getting in that word and you understanding what he do. He'll tell you in the Bible so many times that we speak life over ourselves. Okay. We never, we never speak of any evil or no wrongdoing in the same sentence of ourselves. So yes, I am never going to say that I am broke because I am not in no shape or form and no financial form and no emotional form and no life form. Am I broken? No, I will never say, Oh, she's living a perfect life. She, she thinks she's perfect. She no, 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 no. Because I am so concerned about me over here trying to get to where I need to be for me over here to get my and not my form of perfection, but my form of peace that I really don't have no time to be worried about nobody else. And see, that's the other thing. Some of y'all are too nosy. Y'all too concerned with everybody else. There is so much social media has opened up the window for being concerned for other people's business. OK, because you're not feeling like you are getting what you're supposed to be getting when you getting it over there. You have to question it okay instead of you understanding that god is a great god he's a favorable God, and he is going to continue to bless you if you do right by him and whoever else does that and seeing the god in this person and you know and saying you know what i need to get to that level because i need that type of god in me you want to chip it away and you want to come the demonic route and be like well you know what it can't be perfect over there it got to be something going on it got to be somebody doing something it got to be somebody feeling a certain type of way you have to start looking at things in a more godly and a more positive light and you have to be seeing yourself in these positions you have to see yourself in a position of peace in a position of wealth in a position of godliness in a position of health you know in a position of growth and not stagnancy you have to see yourself in these positions the whole and see not instagram introduced y'all to manifesting and all that but see we've been manifesting and we've been praying and we've been asking god to guide us for a very long time that the manifesting thing is great that's another way of pretty much for you to say about praying and for you to just be steady on it and keep your faith strong we've been doing that for a really really long time but you have to a lot of y'all have to really understand that you need to really be internally realistically believing that it is capable and it is able for yourself and when you start to put people on Uh, verbal pedestals is what I call them okay and and also in your mental your mental pedestal that you put them on because there may be a trait or something in them that you see that you're lacking that's putting you more behind than that is putting you forward you have a lot more work to do than you really truly need to do and that's why I always say that self-love is the foundation of everything OK, if you don't love yourself and value yourself, you're never going to be able to get the things that you want because you can't see yourself getting the things that you want. You see everybody else getting the things that they want. You don't you don't you have no inkling and no idea. You don't you don't believe it's going to happen. You really don't. You don't really you don't see the strength in it. You don't think it's going. And, you know, and when it does happen, you're going to end up self-destructing it and flipping it around and turning it around or not handling it the appropriate way or not doing what you need to do because you so used to not having it you gonna be like I gotta go back to the comfortability of it being foolishness and lies and deceit and this ain't meant to be and this can't be right You've heard of so many women, and and where men have said they have encountered women that have they feel have been self sabotaging the relationship. Um, You know, women that have preached they wanted these really good men and they wanted a man to take care of them, and then they meet this good man, and then they don't know how to adequately handle it the way they need to do because they're so used to being let down and being in poor relationships that they just want to exit out of the relationship. I've dated men before who were so used to dealing with foolishness. So when I came to them correctly and was supporting them, giving them loyalty they backed out they pulled out they didn't know how to handle it you know they they panicked they was like whoa wait a minute so you you mean to tell me that we don't be fighting and arguing you mean to tell me that somebody really liked me and cared for me all no baby I'm gonna go back to the ghetto I like it over there I like it where they carrying on and they they using me for my money and I'm fighting them and they biting their baby daddies I'm fighting their cousins I like that I'm about to go bye and that's truly what happens that's truly what you're doing a lot of you could be living a such, such a bit a such a much better life, but it's you that you're fighting. You are in a internal battle with yourself. Okay. You don't want, you, you don't want nobody giving you advice. Okay. You don't, you want to get advice on your own levels. Okay. And I used to be like that too. Criticism is hard to accept. I, now I am a lot more receptive of accepting, uh, criticism. And I know that I need to get that criticism because somebody got to tell me what it is. Somebody need to tell me, you know what, this really ain't how you supposed to be doing and they need to give it to me blunt. But a lot of you can't accept criticism. Okay. You don't want nobody telling you what to do. You don't want nobody telling you how it needs to be done. And you don't want nobody telling you that if you did it a different way, you could be living a different way. You honestly have been brainwashed. The devil is con- is currently celebrating on a daily basis how he has you brainwashed into thinking um, that you cannot live as this life of so on quote on perfection that everybody else is living. And now you have been caught up in this storm for so long, whenever you see somebody that's living a happy and peaceful life. And even when they may even reach out and to help you, you reject them. You treat them any type of way. You turn your back against them. You push them away. And then also you say, you know what? I like the storm. I got an umbrella. It's not raining that bad. This is where I'm getting ready to be at. I'm getting ready to be here. Okay. No, I don't want your advice. No, I don't want you to help me. This is where I'm getting to be. And then you go boom open your phone, social media, scroll, 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 scroll. Okay. You see people doing everyday things, loving, living life. Okay. Oh, this person think they better. Oh, this person is perfect. Oh, this person is this. Oh, this is that. And don't let it be nobody, you know, on a personal level, baby, because you're going to drag them to the Rudy, to the mother, uh, to the tootie with, listen, if you know them on a personal level, you're going to really feel inclined to say something negative because how dare somebody that came from the same place that came from you live a better life than you? Cuz see that's the that's the main narrative and the main foundation of the crate and the barrel philosophy is that this too close to home. People who grew up with you on the same neighborhood can't believe that you driving a Maserati and living the same way that they that you know that they want to live because remember y'all was in the the, the trenches in the ghetto and getting food stamps together. So how dare you be driving a better car? How dare you be living a better life? But see, what it was is that they took that pain and that suffering and what they went through and that unstableness as their childhood and they let them be the foundation for them to be better. Okay, they decided that they were no longer going to be a part of that storm and that they were going to do everything in their life and everything that they knew possible to get out of that storm because they didn't want it to be in it anymore. And they didn't want their children or their other children to be in it anymore. A lot of times it really comes down to you realizing and accepting that you grew up on some BS. Because once you accept that you grew up not the way you were supposed to or you had some trauma, once you really realize that that is not the way it's supposed to be, that's when you can really accept it. And that's when you are going to accept not letting it happen to anybody else that you come encounter with. Anybody else you say you love, you're not going to let them go do that. And I had the discussion in the car with my husband before we left dinner about me and not. Um, men not stepping in to be men and being husbands and that they will watch their mother struggle and then they'll watch their baby mama struggle. Okay. And it's a 10% of men that are not going to do that. They're not going to, they're not going to watch their, their, the mother of their children struggle or they're going to, and they're going to, and the way they're going to do that is they're going to make them their wives. They're going to refuse to bring children into the game and know that they're not ready to commit and settle down and be the men they need to be. Okay. They're going to break that cycle. But then there's this other 60% that's out here, okay, that are still lost, that are still broken, and that thinks it's acceptable to watch the mother of their children struggle because they watch their mother do it. And they even come in the game. That's why I tell y'all when y'all dating these men, you need to sit down with them and ask them how they grew up. Y'all don't be wanting to ask them how they grew up, okay? They just tell you, oh, I grew up on Mac and B-Wick. Well, what happened when you grew up on Mac and B-Wick, baby? Okay, what was going on? How was y'all eating? Where was the food coming from? What was your mama doing? Was she on drugs? Was she on crack? Did she have a baby mama? Did she have friends? Did she have a boyfriend? You need to get all that tea. You need to get all that laid down before y'all start laying down with these men, because a lot of them have been have been conditioned to think that women are supposed to be single mothers. They think it's okay. They don't see any wrong with it. Okay, they don't see that perfection. Um, uh, uh, of, of it being a two family home. Okay. They don't see the functionality of them being there. They saw their mother be both parties and they seen her be strong and carried them, carry them through what she carried them through. So when you come along. OK, and they not and they coming into the game like, hey, if the relationship work, if I have a baby, whatever it is, because they know that you are going to be the primary parent because they mother did it. So when you come to them and you have these demands and you're saying, you know what? No, I see a luxury and I see a better life for my child. And that's you being a part of it. And you being a primary parent and us being together and us establishing a, a relationship and being married. They say my mama didn't do that. I'm not doing that, baby. <laughs> you should ask me that before you start going to the club with me eating chicken and beer. I told you that I wasn't doing it. I never told you. I have, listen, there has been men that have honestly told me I am never, never getting married. I never told you that I was getting married. I never told you that I wanted a wife. What do I want a wife for? Because they mamas wasn't wives. You understand that? you are a product you are a hundred percent them 18 years baby is the foundation for every single thing that you do the way do you and that's why i say it is so important to give your children the benefits to give them so much to let them come in the game with that silver spoon with that two fairy home with some money and some jobs established because them 18 years what they see is what they're going to grow up to believe and that is what they're going to understand and a lot of these women that are are jealous and envious of other women that are in, in positive positions and have grew through their hurt and have established that they went through it and have let God lead them and say they live this perfect life is because they grew up in so much trauma and they have not healed from it and they don't know how to heal from it. And they don't. And, and realistically, they don't even. They've given up the even the hope of even healing from it. I pray that whoever is going through that, if you ever given up the hope that you can move, remove the trauma from your life, and you can grow through it, and you can and you can break the chain and not let it go through. I pray that God delivers you from that because that is another way that the devil is going to keep you in a bad position. And there are so many women who have given up. They have given up years ago, years ago, baby. And I get emotional thinking about it because how how disheartening is that that you don't even see yourself making it out of the storm you have stopped crawling and praying and pushing your way out of the barrel you just sit at the bottom of the barrel now you just take what the barrel got you down there with some other crabs you like this it this how it's gonna be we ain't gonna go nowhere we ain't gonna get no better go ahead let us go do the abuse let us be single parents let us go ahead and have these little funky jobs Let us be mentally and physically abused. Let us do the bare minimum. Let us not ask for more. Let us not have a, let us not believe in God. Let us not think that God can come and save us. Let me tell you something that some of the people, some of these people are really truly walking around this earth and they really think that God forgot about them. You encounter people who are fighting battles and the main battle that they are fighting that's causing them to be who they are is because they think God don't care about them. They think that they are not considered one of God's children. They think that God is blessing every single other person and hopping over them and blessing somebody else. And see that right there. That's that's devastating. That's devastating. Because, see, do you understand when you give up on God, you are really, truly giving up on life. You know, just like I have always had so much sympathy for people who go through addiction. Um, I told you before that I, I've lost uh, my auntie recently too. It's going to be two years of my aunt's past. And she was um, suffering with addiction her entire life. And that's what was ended up killing her. Um, she did not OD, but just, just the wear and tear on her body ended up pulling her and transcending her from here. I pray every day that she went to where I wanted her to go. But I just had so much sorrow at her funeral because she never got to live. Um, she let the the devil won so many victories in her life that she never got to see God win a victory. She never knew what was on the other side of addiction. And some of you got, you, you never know what's on the other side of a storm. You don't know, um, uh, any type of rainbows or sunshine or anything. All you know is chaos. And you've been in a storm for so long. That you've given up even trying to think that it's a possibility of it being a forecast of a sunny day. And once you give that up, you're giving up your faith. Okay. And so when somebody starts making comments and illustrating that somebody is living a life of perfection, I know that they are in that place, that they've given up faith. Okay. Because they are in such a bad place that they think that nobody else is even going to do anything. God has completely left them. That's what they think. And and the devil has pulled them so far down that they don't even understand that all of us is going through something and it's not what we going through, but how we handling it. And some of us refuse to let it take over us. And we get to the bottom of that barrel. Like everybody else is we're fighting constantly every day to get out of that barrel and far away from that barrel so that our children's children are not a part of that. And it's a fight. And you can't give up and you acknowledging that anybody is living a life of perfection and the life that you are, that's not attainable to you is giving up. And most people don't understand that. And you're not mentally giving up, but you're verbally giving up. You're confirming it. You're telling other people that i I'm, I'm, I see so much more in you that I see in myself. I never see myself being able to do that. So, so, so I'm going to stream all type of hate and negativity towards you. Because I, 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 that's the only way that I can see that I can win. Is that's, that's the only only way I can see I can hurt you. That's it. I never want um, any of you to feel like that That is the end is the end. It's never an end when you have God. You, you are never in a place of stagnancy when you have God. You're in a season of transition. Okay. You may have a silent or a season where you're not moving, but you're learning, but there is no stagnancy when you are dealing with God. When when you have a faithful God given, you know, time and relationship, there is no stagnancy. You are always moving, baby. Even if you don't feel like you moving, God is pushing you. Even if you don't see it, even if it's slow, even if you feel like you still seeing that same tree, trust me, you passing it. You definitely passing it, but you are doing it on God's time. And that's the thing you got to understand. His time ain't going to always be lightning speed. It's not going to be that. It's not going to be lightning speed. I would, I personally, honestly, <laughs> would like for it to be lightning speed because I've been, you know, it's a couple of things he don't promise me. And it's like, you know, when they going to show up, but it's all on God's timing. And, and for me to honor his timing, I have to honor where I'm at right now. So I have to be joyous where I'm at right now. I have to be grateful where I'm at right now. I have to understand that what I have is a blessing. Even though I know God promised me more, I have to be excited for where I'm at. And see, that's when it comes off as perfection because I'm always smiling and I'm happy and I'm praying and I'm moving and I'm laughing and I'm giggling and I'm raw and I'm uncut. And that's another thing I'm not going to do. The closer that I get to God, the more I realize um, that I have to be godly, godless, godly honest, per se. Uh, My honesty needs to come on another level. And the reason that it needs to come on another level is because. There's so many people who are not getting that type of honesty. They're getting just a little sprinkle or something and them getting that sprinkle is not helping them grow and be better. So when I am giving it to you raw and uncut, when I am telling you and saying y'all, it is because I'm coming from a place of love and I need for you to understand that I was a y'all too. And I had to learn too. And the reason I learned is because the older saints and the women in my life hit me with the y'all. And it wasn't a y'all, it was a you. You need to stop doing that. You with the foolishness. You going down the wrong road. You acting, you a fool. In the words of my mama, you acting like a damn fool. I love when old people say damn fool, baby. <laughs> it sends me, it sends Honey, when a old, when it's old safe, and cause you know they don't cuss, but when they say you damn fool, it's from the soul. See, only southern down south people truly understand the originatorial facts. I love making up words of damn fool. Damn fool is just like, oh, you being a damn fool. Am I dang. I'm just, I'm wilding. <laughs> I'm wilding, I'm wilding. And a lot of y'all wilding. A lot of y'all are. Y'all wilding on a regular basis. Y'all wilding and then y'all have expectations from God. Y'all out here acting like y'all some fools, some damn fools. And then y'all come to God and be like, so yeah, listen, mm, right, these are the things that I'm going to need from you. And see, that's not how you, you can't, see, you can't come to God and, and, and have those expectations. You can't come to God and, and think that he's getting ready to do things. After you don't carry it on and act the fool. You know, that's like you don't got into a fight with all the bouncers at the club. And then next Saturday you come back and you be like, all right, sorry about last Saturday, but let's get this party started. Go ahead and let me in this thing. I see all my friends in the back. I see some hookah. I see some, I see some, some, some liquor. I'm about to go back there. No, no. The bouncer going to tell you no, but God going to say, stop playing with me. Cause see God not going to turn you around, but he going to teach you a lesson. You ain't going to do it again. You ain't going to fight in his club no more. I bet you you won't go ahead and think you're going to carry on with God like that. He's going to teach you a lesson every time you're not going to act and do whatever you think you're going to want to do and think God is going to come. No, baby. God going to teach you a lesson. He's going to lay it out. He's going to give you what you're looking for every single time, every time. Baby. And you know what, what the best thing about God's lesson is is that after the lesson is delivered, He still loves you. It is a it is a lesson coming from love. It's never coming from a hard, a heartened or jealous or envious place. It's coming from a place of love. So you have to take it and you gotta grow from it and you gotta tell yourself, I'm not gonna do it again. But it is it is important and it's imperative um that you never think and you never Ever put anyone else's life on a pedestal to where you think that it is in some form of perfection or even them portraying to be perfect because let me tell you something when you say somebody portraying to be perfect that's even worse because now you're trying to say the person is acting okay in a sort of a way to where you think of how you think a person should be acting if they perfect so that mean you acknowledging that it's perfect people walking around here. That you not a part of the perfect people clan. <laughs> and that this person is not trying to act like the people that you are, are no, have no parts in. Come on baby now. Watch what you say. Why you talking like that? What you, what you saying all of that for? What you, what, what, what's going on? What you hurting from? What you haven't grown from? Who did it to you? What you think you can't have? Who told you you can't have it? Why they say you couldn't be there? Why you think you can't be there? Why you can't be great? Who puts you away from God? Who turned you away from the church? Why you don't believe in Bibles? Why you don't believe in praying? Start asking yourself this. Why you think that this person blessed, but you ain't blessed? Why you don't know that when God is blessing people that he in the neighborhood? Why can't he be in your neighborhood? Where your neighborhood at the God can't access it? Why you live there? You got to start asking yourself them questions, baby. Because it's because what you say tells me mentally where you at every time. And I've learned that. I learned to stop chopping people up. Because see, normally when people say something crazy to me, I'm going to chop you up. Because see, you play with your mama. You don't play with me. But since God working on me, praise God. I am no longer chopping you up. I don't know. I may still watch what you say. Because I don't know. I'm still getting worked on. Because guess what, baby? I'm not perfect. I just said it. But let me tell you this one thing. Let me tell you this. Okay? What you never going to hear me doing. It's acknowledging knowledge and a saying that anybody is walking around here perfect like my God, baby. Because they not. They not. And I'm never, ever, ever going to be ashamed of anything I went through, baby. Because I went through it and I made it through it. And that's the great thing about it. And it made me who I am today. And I wish more of you would understand that and accept that. You didn't go through what you went through. It's a whole episode we talked about this. See, this is why you need to catch up on all episodes because we talked about this. We had this discussion. Everything works and leads into these lessons. Okay. But we have all been through something. We are currently going through something. Nobody is not going through anything. Stop thinking that. I think what really what it is. And then I'm gonna go because I got to go. Is that so many people have um, not truly understood what social media was for. And they have taken their emotions and they have put them in social media. And you have to pull your emotions out of social media. And you need to put them in the word. You need to pull them out. You need to put them in the word. And I've been telling you that you need to detoxify your whole entire social media page so that it is more godly and it resonates more where you are going in your life and who you are. You got to clean it out. You got to pull people out. You got to remove things. You got to stop saying stuff. Y'all got to speak life and love over y'all yourselves. Y'all need to stop letting people talk crazy around you. You need to start ring you a little Bible. You need to put the Bible app on your phone. You need to stop going out every weekend. You need to stay out the dirty bars. You need to do better because let me tell you something. The moment that God sees you doing a smear, a mustard seed of better, I'll give you a lifetime of blessings. A mustard seed of faith, I'll get you exactly where you need to be. Those are the important things. Those are the things that you need to resonate with and understand on a regular basis. But don't you ever, ever in your life, think that someone is truly working around here world with worldly perfection because they are not don't ever think that in my life that i am working around her worldly perfect because i am not i am still growing i am still learning i am still making mistakes but i know this my god is perfect and i'm trying to be like him every single day of my life that's what i'm trying to do all right Woo! That was like, oh my God, that was a great word. So that was the end of episode 12. Hey, y'all, everybody that's been paying attention. Hello, hello. So um, I did record that whole episode and it will be available on Instagram live. I first want to tell you that I love you to the moon and back and that I pray that God moves in your life and that you see him and you understand him and you feel him and you know that you are just do nothing but blessings and faithfulness and that God is there for you just like he is for everybody else and if you feel like you have walked away from God in your life you could turn right back around and you could walk back to him and He'll welcome you back in because just that is what he does and I don't under I don't think you understand or anyone else understand that he is a forgiving God but um he is also a very um um jealous God and some of you guys are idolizing things that are not godly and that is why you feel like he is not a part of your life so think about that look at what you've putting all your 100% into and look at what you're looking up to and the only thing it should be baby is God okay if you are not following me or being, a, you know, I don't normally say that if you are not a part of my Instagram family, but if you are not subscribing to um, my YouTube page, if you are not a part of my Instagram family, if you are not a part of my Twitter family, it is all always gonna be nurse um underscore Monroe you can find me there that is my name that's how I roll that's how I operate boo um and also make sure that you are liking commenting and subscribing to all of these episodes telling everybody about them, baby sharing them liking them loving them telling them you know because that's what serving while being served is all about we are serving the world while we are being you know taken and brought to a better place why I am ministering on you God is ministering on what he's ministering on me and I love you so 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 very much and I don't know how many more episodes we're gonna go um into season three um but God is pushing me and we on 12 (laughs) we on six plus six we on 12 I'm so 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 very proud of myself because consistency and God pushing me has brought me here and um like I said I love you and I will see you guys all next week next week's episode will be uploaded on Wednesday I'm so sorry I had a busy week life be coming at me fast you know, I'm lit and the people be wanting me places. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but I love you all and bye. And I will see you next week. Mwah.